parental discretion advised, uh, domestic violence, and uh, concussion. Don't try this at home. Welcome to Life in the Pit. This week we sit down with R.E. Fort from astromusic.net. We talk to him about his music publishing company and his songwriting process. But before that, here's just a bit of what you missed last week if you didn't tune into our sister's show, Dislodged with Lorena Peterson, on the Divergent Allure Podcast Network, streaming live everywhere. You were just saying how you didn't mind horror movies. No, I don't mind horror movies, but Sick and Twisted <laughs> movies are very different than horror movies. Sick and Twisted movies, you have to watch people get their eyeballs gouged out. Yeah. There's a lot of guts on the table. Yeah. Arms and legs coming off. I'm just not into limb dismemberment. It's not my thing. She cuts off the dude's penis. Oh, see, I think that's empowering. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, if you get a hooker, you're going to, you know, lick the nipples. Because, I mean, okay. why wouldn't you do that? Okay, yeah, uh-huh. Well, anyway, there's a drug on there. <laughs> And they pass the, you. You get knocked the fuck out because you they, eat the drug on the nipple, and then it makes you. Pass and then they out. take your kidney. Oh shit! And then you wake up in a bed of ice or whatever. Okay, I think that was a rumor. That's a legend that I read in a book. It's a thing that happens. Live from the pit. Well, you know, we're gonna have to find a way to designate who's talking because everyone says we sound alike. I don't know what that's. Well, about. you know, that's okay because I don't want to talk that much. Anyway, I'll be asking questions. You'll be answering. That's the best way oh, to do it. All right, that's true. That's true. So this is a. This is an abbreviated version of Live from the Pit, where this is uh, episode six. I'm here with uh, my son Aaron, my brother Ari. Hey, I'm gonna give you guys what an up, opportunity to uh, tell us a little bit about what you're working on, what kind of music you're working on, what you've got going on, and then I'm gonna talk a little bit about our little merger we're talking about doing, where we're gonna not marry but work together, work uh, your your pre, you know, your existing company into kind of what we're doing on 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 this side too. Yeah, cool, cool. I like it. I like it. I like All it right. a lot. All right. So how you been? I'm good, man. I'm good. Staying healthy. Staying healthy. Yeah, staying healthy. Trying to stay uh, sane, you know. Uh, We call it COVID sane, you know, so you're not quite sane, but you're close. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I call it I call it wine and weed. So, you know, just Oh, there you go. There you go. It doesn't matter. I stay functional to to, to do the jobs I got to do every once in a while. But other than that, you know, it's just help. Well, I gotta, I you, gotta do what I gotta day, do, you know. <laughs> get the day job out of the way and then enjoy my scotch. There I was actually go. having some right here in my uh, coffee mug earlier tonight, so <laughs> this is going to be that. fun. Uh, me and me and Aaron both got a little wine going on here. I got some uh, some uh, sangria that I whipped up, watermelon and orange and uh, red wine and some sangria mix. Oh wow, there you go. There you uh, go. There you Aaron's go. Aaron's drinking on some white wine. I don't know what Aaron's drinking on, but he's drinking on some white wine. I'm trying the wines out. I'm, it's, it's... I'm new to the game, you know. So. Pinot Noir, <laughs> stick with Pinot Noir and Malbec. Those are the ones you want. Pinot yeah. Noir and yeah. Malbec. Those are going to be nice and sweet for you. They're not too those bad. Are, yeah. Those are the two I bought them to the sample, uh, Malbec and a Pinot Noir. I think those are the two I bought them to sample uh, this yeah. last yeah. week. I can't do the white wine anymore. I used to drink that. Remember back in the day, I was always all about, what was it, yeah. Blue Nun? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That's a, that's a name, though. Man. <laughs> yeah. It's a good name, but man, it's bad. I tell you, it was bad. I don't know what I was thinking about when I was drinking that stuff. That's what you were trying to stop thinking about. What, what you were trying to get off your mind, man. Yeah, well, you know, that's all we're still trying to do all the time. I didn't have that many bad times. I had crazy times. That was my. That's why I had crazy was, times, not bad times. I saw one of these nutty, one of those crazy posts online once. It says, "Would you trade your childhood now?" 
for when you grew up in the 70s and in in that time frame, 70s and 80s. I'm like, hell no. We have cell phones that can videotape stuff. I don't want, uh-uh. exactly. I did some stuff that does not need to be on the web. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I don't want my, I don't want my past, uh, you know, even Twitter and Instagram and social media, I'm glad that a lot of the stuff that I said when I was younger, there wasn't yeah. social media format for, for for my drunken comments to come out, you know? Hey, come on. Now, not all of them were drunken. <laughs> oh, no. Some of them, you know, some of them, my, my opinion, you know? Some of them were opinions. Some were just rage. Yeah. Some were stupid age. Unfiltered you know? thought. Yeah. Some of the, you know, and, 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 and I don't want to have filtered thought. I don't want to explain something I said when I was 19, when I'm 55. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't want yeah. it to keep me from getting a job, and that's what a lot of people are facing right now with a lot of social media. That's exactly what that's you know? exactly that's right. Well, I tell you, you got to learn how to manage it, man. That's a, it's a brand, man. It's a, and people got to think if if you're going to get associated or, or not associated, if you're going to get involved in social media. You got to understand that it's like a, it's like your own little mini TV network. Yeah, it's not your yeah, friends. Truly, you, it you, it's not just your friends. Everybody has access to your content when you put on that format. What's that maniac's? Uh, God, I can't always forget his name. Uh, he was on In Living Color, the comic. Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's movie where uh, oh, yeah, the his Truman whole story. life has been... Yeah, the Truman Story. Man. Yeah, that's what social media is. That's exactly what social media is, except for you know it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel that. That was a good move. Too. Aaron, how yeah. you been, man? I haven't talked to you in forever, man. How you been? I've been doing all right. Uh, staying inside, playing instruments, reading books, uh, I've been playing a video game for like two days. That's not good, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Need for Speed. That's all I do, man. That's my game online. Need for Speed is right here on my phone, so I don't have to worry about it. Hey, I'll tell you wherever I go. Got I my book, that. got that. But you know what, Keith, you can attest to this. You too, because you're starting to write too. As a writer, COVID-19 has been one massive inspiration because all I have been doing, because what are you going to do? You lock up into a house with nothing but instruments around you and television. There's only so much TV you can watch before you start going, I need to create. And next thing you know, you're sitting down and I'm writing and again and doing my thing and having some fun. So, Well, mine hasn't come out through music yet. It's going to start. I can know it is. Well, this mine is, is coming out right yeah. here. Well, mine has come out yeah. through podcasting. Yeah. It was me going back to school, and the lockdown kind of forced me into hyperspeed of getting the podcasting network off the ground. So, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. It's just a different, it's a, a different discipline, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know the music will come eventually, and I know I, I'm tinkering with it. But, yeah. but I, I needed to get I needed to get this off the ground because it was this was more of a foundational move for me to do yeah. something with this yeah. and, and get this set up because it gives me the ability to work on the music too. As long as the production studio is the way it needs to be. I can do music or news or whatever out of it. As long but, as you got the studio. But right. I need to have the studio exactly. right and tuned right and downloaded right. Speaking yeah. of that, we just, yeah. we're waiting on a whole bunch of stuff to show up. We just ordered a bunch of stuff. We're going to do an unboxing video pretty soon. I'm going to oh, open no. this door. I'm going to open this door a little bit so we can get a little ah, air in. We got a lot of foam. Yeah, because a little funk in this here is a little warm. So Aaron <laughs> may be at a frame for a second, oh, yeah. but I'm sweating and I know he must be too. Yeah. <laughs> you can move we don't right want- Aaron. Go ahead. We do not want you sweating. That's all there is to it. That's it. That's it. Uh, I'm gonna let some air in, so it may get a little little noisy in here for a few seconds, but that's all right. This is oh, gonna good. be this is gonna be a noisy podcast because there's not gonna be this time. I do, we're we're doing this over Zoom just so people will know. Uh, we're not doing the yes. we're using the video. We're, we're doing it over Zoom. And normally, what I would do is have you call in on a uh, uh, on your phone. But because I'm a tech junkie and I want to make sure we can try new toys out, I forced this down your throat. So just well, say it. <laughs> no, that's not got nothing to do with it. I wanted to see it. Well, I wanted to compare this one to the other one. I just I think the other one will be set up better. But 
one of the pieces I was one of the pieces of equipment that I was waiting for, I just got and I haven't unboxed yet. And that's the Check one that allowed me to take and take the phone calls in the way I wanted to. If I I had a choice of having you or a phone Aaron or you, you Aaron or a phone call, not I couldn't do both the other way. But with my eight input, uh, I can I can have Aaron with six other phone calls. Oh, there you go. But the way I did it before, the way I had it set up before, it's it's a big hassle. I would have two laptops running and try to sync it all up. Yeah, on a Zoom man. call, yeah, and then yeah, clapping man. and syncing, and I'm like, no, nah, I got to put this thing out by tomorrow, so I just need to do Now we're going to transition, right, yeah. And mm -hmm. then tomorrow, yeah, the next the next podcast, I'll have the eight inputs. I can have as many people as I want. I'll have the sound. Uh, well, give me up. a ring, and we can do a, we can do a test down, try it out. Oh, yeah. We'll, you know, we'll I'm always available to, I'm always available if you, you need me. Well, not always, because I'm working during the day, but, you know, I'm always after work. What I'm thinking I'm going to do is I'm home. <laughs> is uh, I'm going to let this pop. Probably get this podcast out. If not, I'll get it out tomorrow. If not tonight, probably tomorrow because I want to cut it a little bit. And I have a little piece of uh, some stuff from other podcasts that I want to put at the end. And then I'm going to uh, put it up. And then maybe next week, I'm after we get all of the stuff in uh, that's supposed to be coming in for us to put out the soundproof and everything. We'll do. I'll have you call in and we'll do a test. Okay. Well, because if we do. If we do video, because I don't think we're going to do video for this no, one. No, we're right? not going to use video now. None okay, of my podcasts are ever video. I, I can shoot video for people. I can do that, but I don't want to be on camera. So none of my stuff is ever going to be on video. There you go. There you go. Well, then I can get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no intention of using video. I don't, I don't right. ever want my face on camera. I would prefer people not know my name because when I go out, I want to be able to people to say, you sound like that guy from so-and-so. And I say, yeah, I get that a lot. And I can walk off. And keep walk, walking on. Exactly. You know, you and I are on the same page on that. And we actually yeah. have evolved about the same time, I think, on that. Because both of us kind of wanted to be that, that um, you know, I always wanted to open for Earth, Wind, and Fire back in the day, you know, when we were kids. Oh, yeah. That's what I wanted to do. When we had, what was it, Band of Brotherhood? You know, we oh, had like 25 people in the garage jamming. Somebody, <laughs> somebody just come in? You still there? Uh, I can't hear it. Oh, yeah, we're still here real quick. I'm I just heard a somewhere. door. It was it sounded kind of funky. <laughs> oh, okay. No worries. Aaron's gonna go check it up. Yeah, I remember that. It was and, and that's what you know, that was kind of what we wanted to do. But right. When right. I started and now I and, and then I realized once I got a little older, I'm like, wait a minute, you know what I really want to do? I want to be able to shop and do what I want to do well, and not be harassed. I think let me write it instead. I, I always wanted to be that. That's why I never started a band of my own. I was a background player in somebody else's band. I was a player in your band. And when I started a band, I started with a lead singer with the intent of keeping the intention off my, attention off myself. I've always wanted yeah. to be a producer. I, I could really care less about performing live and, and, uh, and not performing live. I like performing in front of people in a, in a nice venue if I'm playing in a, in a club or something like that. But I, that stress of being on tour and playing the same songs night after night after night for 20 years, I would go insane and throw somebody through a fish tank. There's no way I could deal with it. And I knew yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I knew I wanted to go into production. That's why as soon as I got a little money, I didn't buy some gear to go on the road with. I didn't start my, the bands that I was in, I didn't try to finance them. I bought some equipment for a studio and, and built one in my house. Because you know, that, was, that was 30 years ago. I'm like, I have no desire. You guys go out on the road and have all the fun you want. I like being at home. You go all the way back to the very first bands we had together man it's always been a writing project for me it's yeah. always just been a straight writing project let me just get in there and start writing so writing I, stuff i can't wait till the content is speaking for itself on this little network and the only time you're going to hear my voice is reading a commercial and it won't be as me it'll just be telling you how good the cat food was <laughs> that's the only or, or reading a chapter in a book because i i want to fade off into ambiguity ambiguity and let the everything else work the content word I'd, I'd have no yeah. desire waiting for people to hear what i think i just I, that's a ridiculous concept to me oh yeah yeah 
I hear it's, a, it's a ridiculous kind of, and maybe it's because i've studied I, i'm studying communications and media mass media mm-hmm. and i know how it works and i know how the message yeah, works yeah i just don't want it i don't want anything to do with it and i never we, really did i was just talking to cheryl about it just now and i was like you know they are seriously targeting us hbo just released a new series called perry mason <laughs> yes you know what we're the last of the tv a, age man yes so they if they bring back gilligan's island bro i'm telling you it Dude. is not even commercials are targeted to us the tv the, every program every video every movie is targeted to us i think that's why there's so many marvel com- movies out of course you know we are all Dude. just well, well, I, I, I i'm in i'm in a class last semester called pop culture not last semester it was the semester before the shutdown so it was fall Wow. Yeah, fall of 2019. Pop culture says bring something that's you know that's interesting to you. Uh, if you have something that's uh, that's pop cultural memorabilia, I, I everything I brought in, people lost their minds about because it was all stuff that's in the in culture today. I brought in uh, the uh, Infinity War comic books. Oh, nice! <laughs> uh, they lost their minds. Like, like seriously? I'm like, yeah, man. I'm a nerd from way back. Way back. I, I, I think I still know. have. <laughs> I still think I have the the uh, copy of when Superman was killed. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I still Superman. have that one. Yeah. I've got I've got a bunch of unsealed or unopened versions of that because of because I knew I know that eventually like, it should be. Well, yeah. oh no, not should be. It's, it's come and gone, but it'll come again. But, yeah, but I hear that I hear that right now about Teletubby still. I still have people telling me that mess about what was the Oh no, uh, I sold I sold baby. one <laughs> I sold one of my Death of Superman versions. I, I bought six of them. I oh, you're always gonna them. find a buyer, Keith. No, I bought I sold one for three hundred bucks. Right. Yeah, I sold one for three hundred bucks. I'm, so I'm I'm not I'm, you can make money on them. You just have to watch them. Oh, yeah. Watch because it goes up and watch down when it. the movies come out. Oh, uh, that's true. When the that's I true. I sold one when when it's advertising uh, for it's advertising for collectors. Exactly, it's advertising for collectors. When the it's movie exactly comes out and you oh, when the rumors start about the movies, when the people are on YouTube, yeah. you start mm-hmm. looking at eBay. Wow, I don't even have an eBay account, man. I'm I don't serious. either. I will yeah, type I in even, eBay and what you're looking for, and if you have, I don't it, even. I don't go. I'm just one of the. I, you don't, I don't know what it is. I, I don't I, even I, go there and surf to see what's out there. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know I don't, what it is about me. Something's wrong. I think something's wrong with me, man. I go I there. Really do. As soon as I see something, I go, huh? What I was that's worth? eBay is my gauge if it was worth something or not. <laughs> and I have never. I, I I can count the shit I bought on eBay on one hand. Most of it was for work. Wow, for go. like customers uh, when I worked at Hexpo, I don't yep. shop on eBay, but I just know they have a price like Amazon. They have a price for everything on there. Uh-huh. It's like it's <laughs> almost like Kelly Blue Book, man, for everything. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go cars. You knew you were going to get me with that one. <laughs> I knew you. Had to, I, had to, I get. It. I know the Rosetta Stone to get to you, man. I know. Ah, uh-huh, that's yeah. it. There you go. <laughs> he speaks re. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Well, you know what. We share share bunk beds, man. Come on. Oh, man. That's true. This is true. This is true. And then that crazy L-shaped bed we did for a while. We had to pull one out. Those were the best. Yeah, I I forgot about those because my mom wouldn't buy them for us, so we made some. Yeah. Yeah. We took a table. The corner group set, and we took the table. and No, we didn't even take the table, dude. We took a a four-by-four. And we put it on the wall, didn't we? And we took the we took the the headboard we put like we a had, shelf. 
But they had, and yep. then we, we used the headboards and we propped it up with a four by four and some decorative wood on the front of it and then and, and painted it. And we had one of those things you yep. push one bed in one <laughs> little corner. Yeah, one bed on the other side and have a, and have a sofa to sit on. We That's made it. one. Yeah. Our room was clean because we, yeah. we had a jam session in there once in a while. My, yeah. my drums were in the corner. Yeah. Amp and his guitar in the other corner. We had uh -huh. a bedroom that was probably ten feet by ten feet. Yeah, yeah needed the room. Yeah, well, and we squeezed room, a lot of stuff in there. He had he had we his guitars. I had my drums, and we had two two yeah. twin size beds in there. <laughs> yep. And our, and our dresser was in the two closet. Two six, foot five, two six foot six people. And two, yeah, uh, and two six foot guys, yeah. Uh, sleep on the twin. <laughs> yeah. No, by then, uh, by then. Sleeping no, on we, the twin beds. No, hey, man. Yeah, I, I was six feet before high school, and you were six feet in high school. So, yeah, we were both six feet. We've been in a sleep That's just rotten. So yeah. here I am. I show up in high school. I'm the guy. Everything is great. Uh-oh, internet connection is unstable. I just saw pop up. You Not hear me my, still? That's what, what's funny about that is I didn't get that signal, but your face when you leaned forward came real big, real big on the screen and you said unstable. It was really kind of funny. But I, <laughs> oh, maybe it's because I smoked a lot of weed. I don't know, man. It was just <laughs> but you really, you can't close you. You kept saying unstable. And your eyes were getting bigger. I'm like, okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You're not using that, but if it's videoed that way, you need to send it to me. I need to see that. That's I'll brilliant. send you the video, yeah. That's it. Crop that shit down. That's going to be good. Uh, now I forgot where the hell I was at, man. Man, oh, uh, let me let me switch modes because we were going to talk about music before we go. D oh, I was going to talk about the garage because that's where the ultimate jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. And then we'll talk yeah. about music. I have to talk about the garage first. Yeah, the garage was the ultimate jam sessions, man. I remember uh, well, actually, yeah, graduating from high school. Actually, even before then, I had that Fender Rhodes out there because I was yeah. playing no, keys no, in high school. No, 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 no. Dave gave us those. Year. Dave gave us those right I, after I, graduated. Yeah. Because I was taking that thing with me around on my senior year. I remember bringing it home on my senior year. Well, that's because we used and to take he it. Said, we used to take it uh, to, to perform with us. He told you you could have it when you graduated. It was a graduation right. gift. And we had when that there. Right. We had right. that there. So, yeah, before then, I was strictly guitar. We had, uh, yeah. we had mics and mic stands. We didn't have a PA, but we had a couple yep. of amps that we were plugging mics into. Yeah. Yeah. And then a boombox sitting on the floor to record everything that would come in down the street. Yeah, it was and cool. then we'd put the stereo mics into the boombox and lay them on the floor and get these pretty, pretty ridiculously. They were okay. Because, you know, we had no acoustic sound uh, treatment in the room. It was, a, yeah, it was an a open garage. garage. There was not even a drywall up. It was a raw garage. Yeah. <laughs> we had mattresses yeah. propped up against the wall. We knew nothing, <laughs> we knew nothing about sound, nothing about <laughs> But we acoustics. could write and play. So we could play. Was, yeah. <laughs> We, could write we had a little audience out front sitting on the driveway. Oh, hell yeah, That's man. Dope. That was fun, man. Was yeah, people cool. always ride by and pull up in the driveway, and we put on free concerts. We call it rehearsals, but they wound up being free concerts. Yeah. 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 It was fun. It was a good time. Yeah. So good speaking time. of music, that's a nice segue. Tell us about what yeah. you're working on and tell us about, you know, where we can find it and stuff like that. Because you got, you have, you got so much, you got such a great library of music. Not, I don't want you to limit yourself to just talking about something current. Tell us about everything, but then something that I can – I know there's a specific song that we talked about that I'm going to play uh, at, the end our, uh, at the end of our interview for people to, to listen to. Oh, okay, cool. cool. But I, just yeah. want, I want you to take some time to, uh, to talk about that. Then we'll talk about the, uh, you know, uh, the uh, uh, publishing stuff. All right, cool. Well, I think the song you're talking about is Smooth As I Want To Be. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one, Smooth As I Want To Be? 
uh, smooth as I want to be. You know, I, I've been writing a long time. You know this, Keith. And it's kind of awkward talking to you about this, but I'm just going to close my eyes and act like I'm talking no, to somebody No, but you're else. talking to Aaron about it. Yeah, not talking I got it. True. Yeah, I got <laughs> yeah, well, Aaron, you need to scoot over closer <laughs> to your dad a little bit yeah. so I can see it. Oh, no, I'll, I'll move this. So I can talk to you about that. Yeah, there, yeah. there you go. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, it's – I've been writing forever, man. And one of the things that I did with – my setup when I before I actually before I even moved because Keith will attest to this I was doing computer recording back in 81 82 I was recording to Hold on. my hard drive one second floppy disk at that time uh, one yeah. second your your audio broke up and I want to repeat what you just said because it's pretty important uh, he was yeah. saying that he's been doing audio uh, computer uh, recording he's been doing re computer recording since probably in 1980 or 81 81, 82. Yeah. 81, 82. And I can attest to that because I remember you went to Walnut uh, City in a little place, a computer shop in Walnut and bought, bought the first cakewalk. And it was on, it was on those big <laughs> five and a half inch floppies. And uh, I think it was 12 disc or something like yeah. that. <laughs> it was from 12 tone music in, in, in Houston, Texas. It was. Something like that. So, it only ran on a radio shack. And it, and the, it ran on yep. what now? And oh, guess what? They're still around. Actually, it, is, uh, it was running on a PC. It ran on a PC. But yeah. my very first MIDI system, Keith, was on that Radio Shack color computer. That's right. So I decided, yep, we had the we had Trauma. Trauma was going on at the time. That's right. I remember and, that. I forgot about that system. Yeah, Trauma was happening at that time. So we had a rock band that was more of a rock jazz fusion band. Wouldn't you say, Keith? No, dude, it was like sticks. It was sticks with a little bit more rock. <laughs> it Ooh, rocked yeah, a little harder than okay. sticks, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did rock a little harder than sticks. That's true. That's about, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. That's a damn good way of putting it. I like it. So, uh, but I got tired of these prima donnas. And yeah. So I was in Radio Shack and I saw this magazine that had Thomas Dolby. Ever yeah. heard that song? Yeah, I remember. It's yeah. one of my favorite yeah. songs. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. the science. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah, Thomas Dilby there. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's he doing on this computer store's computer magazine? So I picked Notice it up. Notice the last name. You know, what, you know what he invented? Notice the last yeah. name. Yeah, his dad did. His dad, oh, Tommy yeah. Dolby Noise Reduction. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the cover of this magazine called MIDI. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the cover magazine. And it's got, you know, this Radio Shack magazine, and it's got MIDI written on it. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I look at it and open it up, and I go, you can sell the computer that runs this? Yeah, I think it's that one over there. You guys have a uh, employee discount? Yeah. Okay, I'll take a job. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. That's how he started, started working in his illustrious career at the, at the shack, man. That's how I started with my entire computer career, is <laughs> that. I was like, I, wait a minute. If Thomas Dolby, the, the, the Depeche Mode and the Pet Shop Boys no. and all of those all bands of them, yeah. back then were around, they yeah. were all MIDI bands. Well, it, it, Whereas it was, one guy or two guys or three she, guys, and then everything else is controlled by computers. Well, the thing is, like, well, we didn't even know it, but that was the beginning of the English wave because that's what the yeah. computer, that's where the sense came from. Mm, well, the exactly. sense came from New York. That's when they started using it back in New York with, with, when they were doing a lot of house music way back in the 70s. And that and pop music and disco were wound up in, 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 in Europe. I learned this in, in uh, the history of, uh, of music, the music uh, in, yeah. in school last, last yeah. year. Yeah. And all of that and the, com and the computers fused together. And that's why you had Thomas Dolby, Howard yeah. Jones, like you said, the Pesh mode, all these Howard synthesized, Jones. yeah, all these synthesized Man, driven. he was amazing. Yeah, the driven uh, yeah. artists in the early seven, the late seventies, early eighties, coming out, and people were wondering how, where's that sound coming from? What well, was coming from the new synthesizers that the only people using in, in America were jazz musicians, right? Yeah, Herbie Hancock and people like that, and yeah. very experimental stuff, yeah. like, like Frank Zappa and stuff. Right, mm -hmm. right. Okay, Stevie Wonder was using them right, right too. Exactly.
exactly. was using a clavinova, uh, I believe yes. it was called yes. way back there. Clavinova. Clavinova. Yes, Clavinova, I think it is. Yeah. I don't know if Clavinova or something uh, like that. $100,000. No, yeah. a Sinclair. Clavinova is made by Yamaha. Sinclair was a Sinclair or Sinclair. Sinclair, like yes. It was a $200,000 synthesizer back in the day. <laughs> <Something Ooh. like laughs> yeah. We're, we're, Sinclair or something like that. Yeah, yeah. People can GTS yeah. that later. Yeah, yeah people yeah. can you know, GTS that. That means Google that stuff. Okay? Yeah, Google that stuff. <laughs> I but anyway, so. I thought he said I, GPS. I was about writer. to correct his old ass. <laughs> <laughs> But he corrected me, GTS. No, I'm like, no, GTS, man. Google, Google that, that shit. shit. I like it. Too. I had never heard it, too. I'm a GTS. That's right. Google that shit. Don't bug me about it. <laughs> I like Don't to continue. drop those little pearls of wisdom. That's what happens Thank when you get 58, you. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're good. No worries. Well, I appreciate it. Uh -huh. So <laughs> because I'm always, I'm always kind of writing and I'm always experimenting on music and just kind of sitting down and you know, seeing what this sounds like, this chord sounds like, what this sounds like, and how things move. I yeah. record everything and then I just save it into a trash can, basically a, a working directory. And that's one of the reasons my catalog is so big, I think, because I can always go back to this working directory of projects or ideas, this, this boneyard of ideas and banks and pull from there and then get inspired to write something new or something crazy happens. Like what I want to be. What does I want to be? Uh, that track came around, uh, it's uh, I think it's breaking up a little bit. At yeah, the end. yeah. With that track, it was more. It was different. Sometimes create. Oh, is it? Okay. Three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a little Hang bit of lag. Move my yeah. mouse around. Make sure my connection's good. There we go. Okay. Really? Yeah, good. Yeah, we got okay. a good. Cool. There we go. All right. Cool. Cool. So that track came about because I um, was explaining to Cheryl how you can voice chords differently on the guitar. Yeah. And how you can play an F, you know, all the way up to the top of the neck, and then play at any different position all the way up and down the neck. Yeah. yeah, depending on it's just three or four notes, and it's going to sound differently sure because hit, of, right? because the voicing. Yeah, so yeah. I do that around with that. Time, and yeah. Exactly, you get a yeah. yeah, right. Exactly, that's and that's enough to inspire me sometimes to do it. And that's where that song started out. I hit that first opening chord and I dropped down to that next one, and I was like, I'm done. I got to sit down and start writing. Yeah, <laughs> and I heard it. You know what? Sometimes yeah, just start playing that and putting it together. You yeah. play the same chord on a different register with a different fingering <laughs> and then you, you, you'll you you'll hear something and you might add a different bass note to it and you've got a whole no, another song and, then, and yeah, your melody and then all of a sudden because of the top end note or maybe the second note from the top end of that chord becomes the lead note for your melody yeah, well, then well, your melody because, ends up building out of it so differently because that just, all depends on whether that that chord has whether that chord is a root note a root chord a first chord a second chord a third chord or fifth chord and all yeah. depends and that depends on the root and, and and those fingerings all those hand positions have a lot to do with with which how you hear them in your brain there's a yeah, whole lot yeah, about the sonic way that the way that, the way your, your brain processes a lot of those those sounds so that they uh, that automatically recognize them in a certain way could be well, that's me, because there's well, certain things automatically that's a, that's that I do when, I play, when I'm playing the guitar. There's as, as a producer in Western music, that's a theory that you use. You use these things that triggers this person to think this way, or to, and they've been doing it for 50 years in Western music. That's why wow. orchestrations are certain are, are certain way. That's well, why me, you, it's just uh, it's instinctual for you oh, because you've been true. Yes, yeah, yes, I understand. It's instinctual yeah. for you because you, and that's why the fingering yeah, sounds. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It does. It is that because you literally as i'm playing it i hear different melodies coming out of that first chord and that that chord that that song really evolved from that um sat down recorded the guitar part real quick just the a section um and then quickly after that same night i think the b section started to come to me uh and then from there after those two got dropped in where i kind of wanted them 
uh, chord was without rhythm or without bass or anything, just the chords. Then I start coming back and looking at piano and bass guitar and then woodies and melodies usually start to evolve as I start to build more of a foundation. So I like the chords use. I like the chords usually, but there are times that a melody is the whole thing. There's another track on uh, I'm Gonna Let It Ride. I think that one all started off really with just where, where did you write it at? Yeah. Were you at home when you wrote that? Or were you, uh, was it yeah, the ones you wrote when you were traveling? Oh, so that's the new stuff. You want to talk about the new stuff that's not released yet. Oh, no, I was just All wondering, right. that, that so, song, I was just wondering, is that song, was that one you wrote at home, or is that one that you wrote when you were traveling? Um, wow, that's a good question. No, uh, I'm going to let it ride. I'm pretty sure I wrote here. Uh, oh, okay. There's a nice, mellow, sweet, beautiful track that'll, that'll just mellow you right out, and it's called um, A Walk in the Rain. And that I wrote on the road. I was traveling. I was in Portland. And uh -huh. I decided instead of going to the bar in the restaurant and drinking myself to sleep every night <laughs> when you're on the road for a week, <laughs> uh, wouldn't it yeah. be better to take a travel guitar with you? So yeah. I bought a little portable travel guitar with me and hooked it up to my, my uh, Samsung tablet with a little uh, that. And I was recording and playing right there in the hotel room on my Samsung tablet right. and this little yeah. travel guitar that sits under the seat on the plane or overhead on the plane. Oh, that's amazing. When you see, yeah, a, yeah. When you see a sketch artist or, or a writer traveling, they always get their notepad or their sketch. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. can't you have a guitar with you that's a travel kit that you can, you can, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a really good idea or some kind of instrument that's small enough for you to get out. They have roll up yeah. keyboards now. That Harmonicas too. Now, it could be something as simple as, yeah. as nowadays with your phone, you can get in there and make a beat. You can get in there and, and, and hum a uh, rhythm into your guitar, yeah. into, your, into your phone and save it for later. Yeah. So there's a lot yeah. of ways now Tommy that we didn't have that. growing up, yeah. Tommy does that. Tommy oh, uses yeah. his phone a lot. I Tommy use that. uses yeah. his phone a lot for I idea, have... idea trapping. He was over here just, and he was just broke out his phone and just started recording right into it from there just to yeah. get an idea for what he wanted to do. And the, you, you got to have a cool. place to put it down. And then once well, you the have it put down, then you can leave it and come back to it later. Because sometimes I will drop something and I'm like, okay, this looks really cool. And I'll leave it for a week and try to get my mind off of it. Oh, that's yeah. one and thing I, I think I really need to, I, I, I really need to kind of do too. Because I, I don't really record anything. So it's like. Uh, you need to. I, yeah. I probably, Hit I forgot more songs play. than. Well, because it gives you, it gives you a place to say I'm finished, but I want to start yeah. again. Yeah. No, even it, it's, yeah. it's the, always it, every take. I'm not, yeah. I'm serious, man. Every, every that, single yeah. take. I take. I will do 30 takes on something sometimes, but, and I, yeah. will, I might keep five of them and because I might find something in each one of those five that I want to use, and I can literally cut and splice and then teach myself this part that I wrote that I improvised and wrote at the same time that now is just this perfect melody that I really want to have or this uh, great solo it, it, on top of it. And yeah, it's, not, yeah. it's, not even, it's not even having the instrument. Like you said with your phone, if you got a melody in your head, like you're walking on singing in your head, yeah, take yeah. your phone and it records. Because you can take that recording and load it into a DAW and write around yeah. it. I've written so many piano parts and bass yeah. parts off of me going See, this get, is one of the things I miss yeah. about hanging with you, because I could actually do that to you <laughs> when we were doing, when we were in a band, and you would sit down with <laughs> the drum and just, <laughs> just nail it. And I'm like, yeah. yes, that's what I want. Hang tight. And, little, and, then, and then we start to do it, because sometimes, yeah. back then, I, I wrote based on whatever you were drumming sometimes. I would come up with stuff based on what you were drumming. And yeah. other, you know, it's, it's how I get fed, really. Yeah. Well, that's how art works, yeah. man. Art builds on itself, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, does. it comes it in does, so. thousands of different places. There's sometimes one thing that happens to me a lot, too, is where it's like um, I'll get into another hobby for a few months and I'll, yeah. I'll play like the piano and the guitar for like once every three days instead of every day. 
And then like uh, three or four months when I get back and I pick up the instruments, it's for some reason I'm better too. Like I understand it more. I well, because you're more mature. Your, your, your brain had to catch it, had you've to change check it with your hands. And you've evolved and, and you're looking at it from another perspective. Right, you have this memory, this memory muscle for what you learned and what you were working on that comes back to you. Yeah. But now you're at a new place and you're not focusing on that memory muscle like you were before. Yeah. Now so it's you're just approaching happening. it from a different now place. It's just there. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's yeah. just there. So What's you that? are evolving and different because you're not, you do have to take a break from instruments. I mean, Gabe was the exception to the rule because this kid literally came in not knowing how to play the guitar one year. A year later, he came back better than every He's guitar player, right? yeah you know he was just amazing and then he continued to excel all the way until the day he got he was uh, killed but it just amazing guitar some people are like that i don't know but i kind of like well here's the thing ari ari you're like that but you were like that on three instruments i'm like that (laughs) i was like that on three or four instruments back when i was in high school i played seven instruments you know yeah it was like and and it's not to put anything down you have a virtuoso who does something on one instrument that does not that doesn't diminish the fact that you could go into a studio and record an entire album by yourself. Well, okay, true, true. You know, true. And, true. And it, I do it, like to. I love my piano. I love my bass. And it literally, when I'm writing, I, it depends. Lately, it's been guitar because it's so easy to travel with. But I have been looking at a roll-up piano, 88 keys, oh, rolls yeah. up into a tube like this. Uh, yeah, man. Kind of a velocity touch they're, they're key. They're great. They're great. And they're, I'm thinking about getting one of those as long as it's got a USB out and I can drop it into a dock yeah. and record from it. You can then take I it can anywhere you want chords. to. Then I'm actually cool. writing complete song in the hotel room or wherever I'm at. Oh, you, can yeah. the, you can go so, to the beach and take it to the beach and put your headphones on and so, jam with the waves on. <laughs> so the craziest place I've ever written a song, there are two tracks oh, on the good new one. CD. Yeah, there are two tracks on the new CD uh, that I'm working on right now. And um, one is called My Latin Dream and a tentative name. I think that's Osterdam. The, the boat I was on is called Osterdam. That's why they're OA. Uh, Osterdam. That's why they're Osterdam Jam One and Osterdam Jam oh, Two. Oh, okay. okay. Right? That's sense. why they're named that on the website. Yeah. Why, I, but yeah, I was wondering why that was the, the, on the website. Was like, I know it was a working title. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah, it was a working title, uh, and w- I always will name it either about the chords or where I was at at the time, and that yeah, yeah. gives me the ability to come back and at least have something to work with. So, because coming up with a name for the song sometimes it's the hardest thing in the world. I have to hear the melody. Anyway, back to the song. So no, no, we that's cool because what you did, you just let it into your process a little bit. That's pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Learning. we um, we were on a cruise from San Diego to uh, through the Mexican Riviera for a week on the Austrian with some friends of ours. First cruise we've ever done. Up top, I took a tablet. I have a little Bluetooth speaker that was hooked up to it, so I could sit on the balcony and just play the guitar in the morning and with the waves. Just crashing all around and just you know watching oh, the sunset man, it was nice. perfect so um and the internet connection is acting up again we'll wait for it to go stable that's all right and with hardly any internet access so it was pretty much all right so i have no cell phone service out here no internet access <laughs> right food, that's, food, it's so hot the internet stopped My working there we're gonna have some fun <laughs> it's so oh, hot yeah. the internet stopped working <laughs> no this is a cruise <laughs> <laughs> oh. no arizona when you lose the power in arizona man that's one of the reasons why we're doing this via zoom because i'm all the way out here and have been here for 30 years um 31 years right yeah 30 30 yeah 30 years yeah 30 years out here long time away man because brandon's about to be 30 and you moved when tracy was barely pregnant yeah yeah 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you guys came back when Brandon was we born. We came back for yeah, we came back yeah. to see you born. Yeah, well, <laughs> so you were, yeah, to his brother born, born, not him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, oh yeah. We're both kind of bald right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, mine's growing back a little bit. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your new music. What's going on with that? So the new CD is going to be really cool. I haven't come up with a title for it. There's 10 tracks on it. Two of them I wrote on the ship. So we were cruising through uh, the Riviera, and I started working on uh, one that's called My Latin Dream, and the other one, I can't remember what I was going to rename it, Amsterdam 2. But um, they're just amazing tracks. I love them. They're really cool. One is more of a ballad, smooth jazz ballad, and the other one is a pretty up-tempo tune. Going back to Smooth As I Want To Be, now that one you can find on Spotify and my website and soon on the other project we're going to talk about and uh, pretty much anywhere else you want to, Amazon. All yeah, of uh, and then just uh, type in the title, the song title? Yeah, Smooth As I Want To Be, or type in my name, R.E. Fort. And okay, well, I'm going to drop be. it in right here and we'll be back in a second. All right. great track man i love it so tell everybody again where they can pick it up at man well smooth as i want to be along with my other two cds are available pretty much everywhere right now uh you can get it on itunes uh, spotify pandora amazon you can always find me at re4.co my website and uh, my music is up there too thanks keith uh, oh no man hey man, thank you for being on here today and uh, that's a nice segue we're, we want to talk a little bit about this little uh, marriage we're going to do here because I'm a musician as well, and I write, and Aaron's a musician, and he's writing, and, and I'm kind of, I've, I've kind of been hands-off. Uh, I know I get, I get bugged a lot with, by uh, my wife about giving him help lessons and helping him, uh, and I'm like, he's, the, he's at the point now where he needs to kind of fight through to figure out where he's at, and when he gets where he's at, then he and I will sit down and figure out where he needs to go from there, and that's where we're at now. We started some, doing some production with some music he's working on. We recorded one track the other day, and... Um, we're going to put his stuff together and then uh, the last CD, the last two CDs I worked nice. on, I'm going to combine all my stuff and, and I'm going to put it on, uh, on a page that we're working on together so that people can find my music. I'm going to start featuring more of that stuff on the podcast and artists talking about their process like we did tonight. But uh, as far as the music is concerned, in the next month or so, I'm hoping to get this thing off the launch with you with astromusic.net where we're going to have a home where people can go and license our music. Perfect. Or... Um, uh, like we talked about, or for, purchase or download uh, directly from the website. Too. Purchase yeah. or download directly from the website for licensing for uh, their first projects for film or for television because we do a lot of scoring, a lot of a lot of music. It's not just songs. Uh, Ari's a composer, and I'm a composer. A lot of jazz music, a lot of off-tempo stuff, which is uh, always good for for background for all types of video projects. So soft I'm excited about and, that. Yeah, some and, soft rock stuff and uh, lots of blues. Lots and, Aaron, and Aaron writes the same way. I've been hearing him write in the house here, jumping piano to guitar. He's a composer. He writes in layers. So as we mm. get his stuff up, we'll have the, it'll be available there. I'm sure people like Dwayne and some of the other writers, you know, that uh, as, as our catalog grows, there'll be more stuff to choose from. But uh, as, we, as we speak, you have 10, 10 albums or <laughs> 12 albums. Uh, I'm working on the 12th CD right now. So there's yeah. 12 CDs of content there already. <laughs> I have two yeah. unreleased CDs of my own, so there's 14 CDs of content that'll be up there. My two CDs will be up there probably in the next month. I'm going to get all that stuff 
because uh, I've been writing for as long as almost as long as Ari has. He started playing mm -hmm. music, and I believe we started taking music this, uh, lessons the same day. Uh, you took guitar lessons, I took drum lessons. Hacienda music, man. Yeah, I was about eight, and you were about eleven, I think, or maybe you know, maybe it was a little younger. So, uh, <laughs> we was, I'm, I'm maybe a little older because I, I remember I was fascinated with my guitar teacher. Uh, okay. Or at least that's why mom had to stop going there. <laughs> <laughs> moved, moved us across the street to the other place. I remember because Joe Sanchez School of Music. Yeah, I, I'll never, I'll never forget because uh, mom made a big deal about uh, <laughs> the way, the way her guitar fit. <laughs> yeah, she was cute. That's all I gotta say, man. I still remember. She wasn't cute. She was fine. <laughs> so yeah, I was on eight because I remember what fine looks like. Yeah. She ain't bouncing. She ain't playing. <laughs> mm -hmm. And she could play too. That's so <laughs> yeah. even better. Man. Yeah, yeah, mom. That's so funny because I really never knew why mom changed this. Now I know. <laughs> you didn't know? No, I, oh dude, I was a baby. I was three years younger than you. I didn't know a that, lot of stuff. Oh man, <laughs> she lost it. She was but like, I do remember, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> but I do remember mom having to having to tell Aunt Shirley about how her guitar fit. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and she just slipped it. <laughs> now I know, man. Forty years later, now I know. Forty-five no. years later, now I know. <laughs> no, one of the reasons I still love guitars, I guess. I don't know. It's the whole design of it. Years later, damn, yeah. I, was, I was probably ten then. Yeah, we five years later, man. Started playing music a long time ago, man. We started playing music. I remember I went out and bought my first guitar. I, I saved lunch money and my skipping lunch. And went to Kmart um, and been playing ever since. You bought your first guitar at Kmart? No, I had. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Mom, bought you, bought, Mom bought you the burgundy guitar. Uh, the remember the burgundy with the Gibson you had? Mom bought you that one, right? That was your second yeah, guitar. Yeah, the, uh, the SG clone. Yeah, but she also, that was my second, that was my third guitar. Mom bought me the uh. acoustic first because I bought the junky one. And then when I was taking lessons, she bought me that one, and then she met the guitar the teacher, and then that was it for that place. Oh, that's right. Then we moved <laughs> across the street we went to the other Joe place. Sanchez. Joe Sanchez, yeah. We aren't going to talk about the instrument we learned how to play there. We're not even going to talk about that. And then... <laughs> <laughs> All I know how to play was the drums there. I don't know about you, man. <laughs> Accordion. Accordion. Oh, that's right. Accordion, man. Yeah. You're going to make me yeah. out myself now. I didn't Accordion. Have a... Before anyone gets anything wrong going on, it I was didn't Accordion. Have... I didn't have a drum set. I remember that they gave me a block with a with a uh, pad on it. I'm like, what the hell is this? The other place had a drum set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yep, okay yep. because I got to talk mom into buying me the drum set because I hadn't the practice on at home. That's why exactly. I went up with the drum set because I didn't have a drum set at the other place because they had them there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 That was, a, out, that was uh, the formation of all the old bands, man. I, I got to give a shout out to my sister too because she, uh, she uh, put half the money in on my first guitar too. Yes, uh, she did. Yeah, she we, did. Oh, we, that's we, amazing. We, that's we, cool. We went yeah. 150 on it, or 100 and 100 or something like that. There you go. There you go. It was like four years ago. I missed my baby. Yeah, yeah I, miss, I miss you guys, man. I miss all you guys. I miss it's you, too. <laughs> this, sorry, damn, sorry. This, this damn coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did, hey, I live in, what did they say? Not Arizona anymore, Corazona. Yeah, Corazona. <laughs> Quarantine site instead of court site. <laughs> yeah, pretty That's much. Yeah. 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 Quarantine, Quarantine site. site instead of court site. <laughs> yeah, instead of court site, Arizona, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's bad out here, man. It is insane. But you know where the idea, you know where Astra Music came from? No. Astra came from this idea years ago when I first built, bought the domain instead of the website. 
uh, for uh, collaborative units, units for everyone to be able to share their music on one place and share ideas and have one launching spot for everything that's music related. And that's what that website has always been. That's why I've always kept it all these years. I bought it back in 1990, uh, 1992. That's when we're finally going to get a chance to yeah. use it. Yeah, I, had, I bought I had, that a long time ago, man. I was talking to Bernard about this the other day. He was saying, you know, I had to, all of us kind of, because when I met Bernard, he was going through what, what I've been going through for the ten, last 10 years. He had gone through about a 10-year dry period where he hadn't played a stick of music. Then he met me, and he got fired up and went on and had a, a second, a great second career. And he said, that's right. what I've been going through is a, re, uh, is a reawakening of stuff. And it, and, right. and, and it made me feel a lot better about the lack of the creativity I'd had for the last you know, bunch of years. Because it's, 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 that just, ways, that goes, it's just true. You, know, you need to have some time as your creative person to, to creativity. Uh, creativity goes and flows, man. It really yeah. does. And it's all about actually just, you were talking about your yoga when you were talking about sitting on the floor and connecting with the ground, connecting with the earth. Yeah. Um, it's connecting with that vibe. That's the same thing. And exactly. not, overthinking it, not overthinking it, not overdoing anything, just sitting and playing and literally just playing. Anything. You know what I'm finding you know? it is? Yeah. Right, now that I'm getting back into it, it's coming, it's going out at the, at the right approach. I've had so many studios now that I've, I went at music from the wrong approach for a long time. Every time I sat down to write or play or do a record, do anything musically, somebody mm -hmm. was counting on me to do something that was go, that was pop. That was a, and I had to get yeah. away from that. You, I had to, I, that. the music yeah. has to drive me. I can't drive it. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was just, is, that was a practice I had to get out of. Cause I found that now that I'm playing the bass again, that I'll, uh, I will, two hours will pass and I'll be here, sitting here playing grooves I haven't played in 30 years because I'm not worried about writing something or trying to play something somebody wants. I'm just playing yep. what I want. And I just I have to break a bad mold that uh, the same mold that got me 420 pounds but, and, and before I started doing yoga. I got to break some bad molds <laughs> before, yeah. I, before, I I in, you know, before I get my, my flow back the way I want it to be. Years ago, I wrote, I did a post on my re4.com co-website it was about why i write or why i write instrumentals and why i write and i don't write to get rich to make money on it or anything it's just something that has to come out uh it's it just that's something good. that has to come out and that's why i like to record um because that way i can just get it out and then it can become a project and that's we were talking about this earlier that love hate and that love hate relationship you have with things that that uh you get into a song mode and then you just dive into it for like two weeks and do nothing but that song and then you come away from it and dive into another one but you're still hearing the melody from that first one when you go to sleep at night yeah yeah and, and then you're going back did i nail that the way i wanted it to be nailed and is that the melody or is that should be a counter melody and it's for me it's just i just got to get that shit out of me and it does i have to pull out of it sometimes and pull away from because for a while there i did try to sit just sit down and force myself to write and that doesn't work uh, I need to write this and I sit down, I'm trying to do that and I can't do it. It's just not going to happen. I have to stumble across it, let it ergonomically come up through me. So I don't know. It'll, it'll be there, man. You write, you're a writer. I know I, it will. I think that's the perfect place to end unless you have something to say. Aaron. I would like to, I have, I feel like I've approached music in a weird way and I'd like to talk about it too. If that's all right. No, go ahead. Sure. A few minutes yeah. too. Just cause like for, for the last four years, uh, when I first started playing uh, piano, my whole goal about it was to, I didn't want to learn anyone's song, but I wanted to understand scales enough and music theory enough to hear somebody play and be able to play with them just immediately. 
without knowing okay. the song really too well. Just, right. uh, just uh, that was kind of my goal. To you want to know the theory to be able to do that. And it was, yeah. And but my goal to my feel for it. Yeah. And but what brought me to play the piano every day was just the the passion and release that the instrument gives you, you know. And yeah. just like if I was mad or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah, get on with your day. And uh, it's something that's helped me for four or five years. It's my uh, it's it's my first love. I think it started that way for me, but but I was in an environment where I had to learn how to play other people's songs, and and I was surrounded by so the mu- so in, so many other musicians that I'm kind of forced to learn how to play other people's songs. And I'm I think, sorry. I think. Well, no. Well, well, yeah. I mean, no matter what, if you join a band, if I, if I joined a band that was going to be in all all originals, I didn't get to write any originals. So no matter what, I had to learn other people's songs. I feel that. So and I it, think it does come with that because like I I never really get to. I don't jam with people much. And I, I'm not complaining about it because I used to hate it. I used to, I, I think I, I used to despise it. But right now I can sit down and jam with anybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that because I had to learn how to play everybody else's shit. Right. That's what's going to get you good, period. I, mean, I, would, I would argue it's because you played for 15 or 20 years in a row. Not well, that you played other people's yeah, stuff, but I think I think to be able to sit down and play other people's stuff and be able to just to be able to know how to how not not only hey, know how to make this instrument fit into the ensemble, but also to be able to pick up something just by 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 hearing it by ear, and by knowing the, the knowing the patterns within Western music because there really are only three or four patterns to most of the True. popular songs in the last fifty years. Yeah. Period. If you know those four or five chord progressions, you can sit down and play with anybody because you're going to know the progression, and then yeah. you're going to know where. Then gonna you're going to say go. what key and then is You'll hear in, the melody, and you'll hear the melody. You don't. If I'm not, if I'm, if I'm not singing or playing a solo, I don't give a damn about the melody. Ooh. All I care about is the chord progression. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. And I once know. I know the chord progression, well, that's you're coming at it from. You're coming at it from. Uh, are you coming at it from the piano position? Or are you coming at it from a bass, bass player? Bass player too. So. See, long yeah. as I know I'm the chord position. I'm thinking about from the bass player. As long as you know the chord progression, you're good. Coming at it from a guitar player position. You're a guitar player, Aaron, right? Uh, I'd say piano first, then guitar. All right, all right. Even from piano too, for that matter. You're going to be both of us on this one. Yeah. You get that foundation, but from that you know, that chord progression, then it's all about hearing the the space. I call it the space, right? And the, the, uh, who's playing in what space too? Yeah. Yes. Who's playing in what space? And where can I come in and write something, or or where can I come in and add something? You want my favorite yeah. things to do? One of my favorite things to do when I need to practice on something, I just need to, I'm trying to write something, Keith. Whenever I'm trying to write something or just trying to get an idea, I'll turn on Pandora, find some random artists that I kind of like. I'll yeah. play to, uh, I'll play to foreplay or I'll, oh, absolutely. I, I'll literally yeah. just throw it on. And I'll just solo. Yeah. I, I'm not going to do what they're doing. I'm not yeah. playing their stuff. Well, I'm of course not, but you're still, le- but you're still uh-huh. learning the progressions. That's right. the thing I'm about it. On top of one of my favorite practices. For how I can transition from there. Yeah. So one of my favorite practices in a band I ever did in my life was we were a band I, did, I was in with Bo of all, uh, and we oh. would <laughs> we would switch things up where they'd say samba and we'd play. Wow. We'd be, we'd be playing a Joe Jackson song and somebody would scream samba and we'd play it as a samba. Somebody would say cha cha, we'd play it as a cha cha. Somebody would be, say would say punk rock and we play it as punk rock because that's, for you. That, that's both like that that's well, because he's the music like he's a music nerd is what it is yeah and yeah. but but the thing that that did was was it opened up that ability again to be able to i know all the, i know i know a catalog of stuff just it's just like the fake book 
The fake book yeah. is the best and the worst thing that ever happened to music. The fake, yeah. book, the fake book put 1,500 standards in the hands of people and made them playable, but they're not the way that the songs were written. The girl, yeah. from, the song from the girl from Pimpin, the, the Impania, the chords on the girl from Impania, Impania yeah. are nothing like the ones in the fake book. No, the original yeah. key is D flat. There, there are chords that are not that that. It's just, probably playing some ninths in there and some thirteenths yeah, in there. They're, they're all and playing 11th. all majors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so hey, a, you know, Aaron, for your for. I'm with you on I never want to go around playing other people's music. So this is where me and Keith don't agree on that one. I do like that idea, and I wish I did sometimes. Because yeah. I think that the few times that I've had to do that, it really has, I think, made me a better writer and player. But I've always been more of I want to see what I can come up with on my own. And I'm yeah. never going to do justice to um, – George Benson's Breezin, even though I really want to cover that one day. <laughs> I'm never going to do justice to that song, but uh, there's only like a few that I've ever even covered, but I, I, I'm with you on that. It's just, I want to be able to play inside of some place, inside of that, that canvas on that, on, that, on that painting of music, because music is really a canvas to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With all the colors and, and sounds. For, for me, it was always just, it was always the, the fact that I, I, I prefer my, my own music. I prefer creating my own stuff, but mm-hmm. I want to be able to jam with anybody. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah. that's why, that's, that's why, because music for me is, music yeah. is communal. And uh, if we go yeah, to a jam session, I know I can sit down and play with the guys the whole jam session. Yeah. And I'm going to be able to sit in on the two or three songs and I'm going to get out because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Hey, can I solo over that? Yeah. Come on up. Thanks. You know? <laughs> you know? And I'm out of there. Um, but and like recently, I, and a lot of recently, the time it's I not, had to do that though. Recently, I had to do that for work. Last year, I think it was, we did a big company party in Seattle, and I got to play the whiskey uh, in Seattle. Oh, nice! Portland. Yeah, uh-huh. with um, the company band. So a bunch of you know, everyone talks about being a musician. Everyone's a guitar player. Uh-huh. Everyone's a blah blah blah. So they put they called us all out on it. it. Says, okay, guys, you guys are all musicians. We're going to give you guys three songs on stage at the whiskey in front of the entire company, which is over 2,000 people. I mean, we had packed that. that nice. Bar. It was cool. And they're like, learn these songs. Now, we had decided on Come Together, Superstition, and then I threw out uh, my standard blues in E. My, my favorite thing I do in blues in E, just, you know, an E blues run. And uh, so I had to learn those two. And then get up there with these guys with me and my strat. Keith, it has been so long since I played live, I forgot to bring a goddamn chord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to borrow a guitar chord. Oh, man. That's too that was That is bad. That's you know, I'm like, oh, well, funny. that one for me. I literally <laughs> didn't bring yeah. a chord with me. Uh, it was it was horrible, but it was a blast. I mean, uh, yeah. and I had to learn and do some solo work over Come Together. I had to learn and do some solo work over superstition and then blues and e and it was it's just another it was muscle to flex man yeah it was it really was good and i'm on stage both. all the time i'm on stage a lot still you know i'm on it's, stage talking and doing presentations but holding an instrument and performing again that was just it was it was it was electric again it's it a good like, muscle to flex now that's a good yeah. note to end on and i'm gonna have to end it because my butt hurts remember i broke my coccyx a couple of a couple of weeks ago <laughs> But you I'm, know, I'm, if I didn't know that was the real bone, I'd start laughing my ass off on that. Yeah, I know. That's why I love saying it. That's why I love saying it. I just yeah, stopped why. laughing at it like uh, last week. No. Uh, I have. I, I have. 
I'm working on, I'm working on my uh, working on my uh, twenty minute uh, stand up uh, routine uh, on my coccyx. Yeah. Oh, you got twenty minutes from that elite piece, man. That's it. Oh man, man that's just on the first thing. I broke my coccyx and it shut up and dropped it. Man. <laughs> Uh, thanks so much for calling in and checking in with us tonight, man. It was great, man. Love and peace to everyone. Stay healthy, be well, and um, be kind to each other. All right. Same talk to you. Again. Talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Live from the pit, baby. First Impulse Multimedia.